This is Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. Welcome to the Six Sports Podcast, the podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's Noah. It's Logan. It feels like when I just did that intro, it felt like the first time I ever did it. I didn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't feel natural, but here, here we are. Anyway, Logan, how how you doing, Logan? How you doing? You look terrible. You look like shit. And I'm not I'm not meaning to insult you here, but you look you look terrible. So I would love to know what's going on. What's, what's up with you, man? You're very tired. Did you sleep today, man? I literally just woke up, so I'm ready for this podcast. I don't think you are, but I'm we'll the most see. prepared I've ever been in my life. You know what, Logan? Expect I this I expected this low key. Way. Sometimes the greatest things that I say just come off the dome with no preparation. Really? Tonight will not be one of those nights, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so let's start with some NBA playoffs, shall we? Oh, yeah. Anyway, right now the Hawks are taking on the Bucks in game four of the Eastern Conference Finals. Stop yawning, Logan. Stop yawning oh, on the mic. Sorry. On the mic. Oh, Please. Sorry. It's not my fault you didn't get enough sleep. Look at you. You look you look terrible, man. Okay, well, don't. Don't just listen to the audio recording of this. Don't no need. Oh, you best believe there's gonna be video, Logan. You best believe. Anyway, Hawks are up right now, 25-22 in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're looking to even the series. This game, though, without Trey Young, without Trey Young, after he's rehabbing from an ankle injury that he sustained when um he stepped on the foot of a ref. Dang. Yeah, you know so. Chris Middleton really played well in game two. Uh, he remembered that he was an all-star and decided to... Love to see it. I love to see it, too, because he's, he's probably one of the most inconsistent all-stars I've ever seen. But he played really, really well in game three. Um, 38 points on 15 of 26 shooting. Um, and Kendrick Perkins, you know, our favorite guy, our favorite take master, take lord, I call him, um, went on, you know, air to say on Twitter. And he said that Giannis is the Robin to Chris Middleton's Batman. Oh my, that's really funny. And is this Batman like, um, not Bruce Wayne? Did Bruce Wayne die? (laughs) Well, I think he meant the actual Batman and the actual Robin. I think, I think he was saying that Chris Middleton is, Giannis is Chris Middleton's sidekick. Um, Giannis in that same game had 33 points, 11 rebounds on 13 and 21 from the field, um, four assists and a block. Yes. Um, Chris Middleton played vastly better than him, but. What? So is Chris Middleton like Adam West Batman? I I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what Chris Middleton, um, Kendrick Perkins was on about, you know, Kendrick Perkins and his takes, you can't really take them seriously. I would love to know when, um, when Chris Middleton has two MVPs, I want. I yeah, want I would like to know when Chris Middleton shows up consistently in the playoffs. That's... He doesn't, but you know who else isn't showing consistently uh, up consistently for the Bucks? Mister Drew Holiday. Drew. Defensively, you did good. You did great. Yeah, I mean, game two, Trey Young played like shit. Uh, game three, I'm not. You know, 
I'm not gonna act like Trey Young didn't play well in game no, three. No, I said game two. Oh yeah, game two he played like shit. But That's game what I'm three, game two, game three he played a little better. But no he one played else a little better. better. So Drew Holiday, I don't know what how he was guarding him, but Drew Holiday in that game had six points, twelve assists though, on two of eleven from the field. Drew, you can't do this. You, you're the sec, you're the third option. You're the main defensive option. So if if Chris Middleton is Batman. And Giannis is Robin. What is Drew Holiday? Drew Holiday is Alfred. No, I think no, because Alfred that's, at least that's PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker is old. Okay, is that is that too much? But Alfred, you know, he's he's there. He's, he's always there. there. He's always yeah. there. Plus, he surprises you some days. You know, that's that's his thing. That's his thing. Drew Holiday is um is is Jason Todd. He's a little erratic. Doesn't always. I feel like this. Um, these DC comparisons need to stop. I think we're do. getting. Is it? If I don't know if this is you're you're making these comparisons because you have no prep done, or because you actually believe this. But you know. Now I'm I'm, I'm starting. To, I was just saying it until they talk kind of. Like, I'm kind of starting to believe it, you know, because you know Red Hood. He's a little crazy. A little dead. Uh, he's not dead. Spoiler alert. <laughs> He came back to life, actually. Anyway, okay. Yeah, he's Jason Todd. That's what I decided. All right. Anyway, so the hot the Bucks can send this take a three one series lead right now. They're down twenty four twenty seven. This is your opportunity. I don't know if the um if the Hawks have the firepower or the discipline to come back from three one, but this is this is it. This is oh, your man. Chance. Sorry to interrupt, but would you look at that old Batman and Robin playing like shit and good old PJ Tucker, Alfred himself, is, is leading the team in points. Okay, eight points. Is, let's calm down. Well, look at Chris Milton. One of six? Like, come on, man. That's terrible. Chris so Milton for, is so who, Batman who? Can we, uh, can we talk about a, a better series? Sure. All right, let's talk about... How about some superhero comparisons? Logan, shut up, please. Um, Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins might be on or something. Kendrick, shut up. Kendrick <laughs> He's got the wrong superheroes, but he could be on or something. Anyway, so let's talk about let's talk about Phoenix, LA. So, um, Boogie Cousins, last um, during last night's press conference, said he doesn't know where the narrative of, like, Paul George not being elite comes from. One bad game and NBA Twitter goes crazy. That's kind of like how it is. You know, NBA Twitter has no, no nuance. Not right. to say that Paul George hasn't, you know, come up short in some big moments. Let's say this about Paul George. Let's not say let's he's he's elite, I think. What he's not is he's not clutch. If it came down to it okay. and Paul George had to make two free throws, you don't feel good about those chances compared to other players. You're like, okay, he's got this easy. Can we talk about his performance last night? But though? he's great, and I feel like NBA Twitter is stupid. And why are we listening to them? Okay, last night elimination game in Phoenix, Clippers lose this game. They they're done. No Kawhi. I don't think Kawhi is coming back. First off, Kawhi is. I think Kawhi tore his ACL, and they're not telling us. Um, Dang, he probably it's probably seems like Kawhi. He doesn't want to talk much. Well, first off, before I talk about Paul George, let's talk about Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson. Marcus Morris, twenty-two points. 
Reggie Jackson, 23 points. Played 4-7 from 3. Really good. Paul George, PG-13. Dropped 41 points. Pandemic P. On 15 of 20 shooting. Damn, that's pretty good. Including 20 in the third quarter. John Paul. Paul George, there was a point last night. And first off, Boogie was great off the bench as well, too. I can't. I'm not going to um, overlook that. Paul George played amazing last night in a hostile environment. Phoenix couldn't take control of the game. They, when Paul George was out, he they definitely, um, they definitely went on runs. But when he was in, he was he was on, and he they played extremely well without Kawhi. And feels like they're playing a lot better without Kawhi. But I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna pretend like you know they're a better team without Kawhi. However. If the Clippers lose this series, Logan, does Kawhi come back? Talk to me. Why don't you think so? He came to LA to win a ring. He is not going to win a ring. Uh, I don't know. Kawhi's a mysterious man. He is a mysterious man. I still think he's going to be a Nick, but I, like he doesn't even like the he doesn't seem like a player. That will go to LA. That will go to New York. That will go to a big market. He seems like a guy that's like he can just chill in one of those small market teams. Like he doesn't seem like a New York guy to me. You know, you're talking about somebody who plays in Los Angeles, Logan. Yeah, I know. He just doesn't seem like a player who should be in one of the biggest sports cities ever. Like he's very quiet. He doesn't talk. He's not. He's not really like like I say. Paul George is more. LA than Kawhi is, but hey, Kawhi doesn't really reveal what he's up, what he wants to do until like let's, it happens. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but let's talk about this game real quick, I right? Think- um, Jay Crowder, he didn't really play well. The shooting that he, the hot shooting that he had towards the middle of the playoffs is gone. He shot over four from three. Um, Mikael Bridges could not guard Paul George at all, and neither could Tory Craig. It was actually kind of hard to watch. They were getting cooked. Devin Booker is scoring, but he is so inefficient, it's not even funny. Um, 9 of 22 from the fields. Chris Paul, he got dropped by Paul George, and uh, he played all right, but he's been playing only that all right. The only real positive from Phoenix, now I'm not going to say only real positive because I have a lot of negatives, so I'm going to say this. Cam Johnson is really good. Cam Johnson could be their fourth best player at times. And that's good for them, especially coming off the bench. My also my also biggest problem with um with Phoenix is I think DeAndre Ayton is getting tired. Um 37 minutes last night, 10 points, 11 rebounds. He was negative 22 in the box plus minus. Dario Saric, his replacement came in and was just the paint was just wide open. The paint he he's staying out there on the perimeter because that's where he feels more comfortable, but also he can't contest anything at the rim. Dario Saric is not the best backup five to have. Although he's versatile, he can't really do much in the sense of he's not going to get you the 19.22 rebound game that, um, that DeAndre Ayton can get you, you know? But yeah, first off, I just want to say DeAndre Ayton has been playing so well. He didn't play good uh, last Last game, but I might end up getting a DeAndre Ayton jersey, you know? 
What? It's a pretty nice jersey. It is a pretty nice jersey. I'm surprised I don't have a Suns jersey yet. I have a couple jerseys coming. I have a Tobias Harris jersey coming because I thought the Sixers would be in the conference finals. But, you know, that's that was not... That was a dumb idea. It me. was a dumb idea. You know, it's all right. But I don't, I don't have a Sixers jersey, and I feel like being in Pennsylvania, I need one, you know? No. No? No. You don't think, you don't think so? Be, it doesn't have to be that way. I feel like it does, though. Mm. All right. Does that mean that you should get an Eagles jersey? What if I already have? Wait for the leave call button. <laughs> leave call. This is the call. Finish this recording without me, sir. Logan, I didn't get an Eagles jersey, but what if I want like a Deshaun Jackson jersey? Or you don't Mike even jersey? shut the hell up. What? What? I don't even what. You didn't like Deshaun Jackson? I do like Deshaun Jackson. He played on the Buccaneers for one year. I oh, like my God. Best. One freaking year with the Buccaneers as, like, the third best receiver. I like, what he do. He was I, like uh, I like Mike Vick. I like Jason Kelsey. The center. <laughs> big, big offensive lineman guy. Yeah, I think I'm a huge offensive lineman guy. Nice. I like yeah. Fletcher Cox. He's not an offensive lineman. He's a defensive lineman. Wow, I didn't know you were so uh, invested in the film. I like Jalen Mills. Oh, my God. You <laughs> are. I like Darius Slay. I could go get a Darius Slay jersey. You should get a Nick Foles jersey while no, you're at calm it. Calm down. Calm there down. you go. Perfect. We're not getting a Nick. Let's let. I think the discourse with the jerseys stop here. Anyway. Sometimes I think about the Phoenix Suns draft. And you know who they picked at whatever pick they picked? That that twig of a man, Jalen Smith from Maryland, that we roasted last year. He was at the rotation, like he barely plays. But if you look at who came after him, imagine them on this son's rotation. Okay, who, imagine how much better would they would be. I mean, they're the number two seed, but like who went two picks after him? Who went two picks after him? Your favorite player in this draft, probably. I'm trying to think those out of Iowa State to the Sacramento Kings. Anybody could have taken Tyrese Halliburton. I know, but the Suns could have taken him. Imagine Tyrese Halliburton on this rotation. But they had Chris. They got Chris Paul in the subsequent offseason. So you got then you got Cole Anthony, uh, Sadiq Bay. They need a big. They need a backup big. Fine, Precious. Atua. Doesn't even play in um Tyrese Maxey. I think I think I, mean, the, I think the Knicks should have taken Tyrese Halliburton. And I know it's really hypocritical of me to say that while I have an OB Toppin jersey right behind me, but still. And we're gonna talk about the Knicks. Actually, you know what? Let's move on to the Knicks, shall we, Logan? I'm just saying the Suns imagine if they had one of those other players other than the living tree himself. I didn't expect Jalen Smith to go that high. It's, it's um, especially like watching him. We were like, "Dang, he kind of sucks." I didn't. I did not expect him. I could have told the Phoenix Suns firsthand. My scouting expertise would have been like, "F, he's bad. He looks I'm like he's sure like dominated." Your scouting expertise, but shall we? Let can we? Let's can we go to the Knicks real quick? Actually, sure. So the Knicks are in the news because you know Damian Lillard um, is apparently available now. Or he might become available. Because um, Neil Oshley, or the hell his name is, is an absolute moron. 
Okay. Anyway. Logan. I hate to break it to you, Dean, but the ownership group in the Knicks isn't much better. It's not, but I haven't heard James Dolan's name in a, over a year, and it's actually it's actually kind of scary because I know he's always over the horizon getting ready to ruin everything. But let's talk about the Knicks, right? Let's talk so, about there, people are talking about potential trades to give up mm-hmm. for um for Damian Lillard. First off, Lakers, I don't know who you're trading for Damian the, Lillard. The Lake, listen, okay, so when looking at trade options, he's getting something. I think the Blazers should get something close to what hard what the Rockets got for Harden. And what was that like? I have first three first round picks. Yeah, and but that was a three-team trade. It would have to be. But they are going to get, like, two to three young players and three to four draft picks. This is one of, if not the best point guards in the NBA, one of the most clutch players ever. There's not really anyone that you could see as an upgrade to him. They're going to get a lot from him if they trade him. And the Lakers offering... Who is it? Kyle Kuzma, THT, second round pick is dog shit. That's that'll get you. That'll get you. Um, Anthony Simons. I saw somebody was like, I saw some Lakers fan be like, the Lakers need to get him. Um, how Kyle Kuzma, however second rounders it takes. Damien's going for like three first rounders. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was like, wait. What do you mean, however, second rounders it takes? Like, that's stupid. Um, the, Knicks, the Knicks could get him. Um, they're going to have to get up some of their young pieces, though. I, that's, I'm going to say I have a the SNY. Um, um, that's a sports affiliate in New York. Um, had this trade for Dame, and I don't think I'd give it up for Dame. Like, first off, I don't know when the hell did the Knicks um, – Enter win now mode. We're not in win now mode, please. We're still in a rebuild. Like, still, please. Let's chill. Um, like, this is extremely going sec, um, fourth in the East was extremely ahead of schedule for us. But let's let's talk about this um, trade. So, for Damian Lillard, RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, 2021-2023 um, first round pick, and a 2022 and 2024 pick swap. Would you give that up for Damian Lillard? The Knicks? Yeah. All right, so then your starting rotation is what, Dame? <sighs> <laughs> now you're thinking about it. Red, no, is Reggie Bulk even going to be on the team next year? I think we'd bring back Reggie. Alec Burks would not. No, let me just look at a basketball reference because I have no idea what the next time roster is. Whoa, you, your best friend is a Knicks fan. You don't know what the Knicks fan Well, if Dame Dollar does go to the Knicks fan, I will soon be a Knicks fan myself. But okay, so we got Dame, Alec Burks. Alec Burks is not coming back. Fine. Uh, Alfred Payton at the two. He's not coming. F- don't ever in your life. Don't disrespect me like that, Logan. Okay. Um. So two the person whoever's at two to be determined. Um. Yikes. Okay. So basically, Dame Julius Randall and a bunch of guys. So would you give that up? Would Absolutely it be smart not. to give that up? That is the. They are not. 
they're not there. They're not teams. If Dame wants to win, which I think he does, the Knicks would not be a good option. Yes, he's going to the East, which I think would be easier to get. To I the mean, finals, okay. What about this? Would you? It's, it, would you about this trade? What about this trade? I would say this: if you had to give, if the Knicks had to really realistically give up somebody, you would. I'd give up Julius Randle. They're not. I think they have to give up. The Blazers won't take Julius Randle because I think because he's older and he's getting paid more. I think they're gonna want RJ Barrett. They're gonna want quickly. They're gonna uh, okay. How much do you think Damian Lillard's about to make? Yeah, but he's also under contract for four years if he goes. And- Julius Randle is only 26. Julius yeah, Randle is younger than Dame by like five years. If the Blazers want to rebuild, though, they don't want Julius Randle. Well, if the Blazers want to rebuild, they shouldn't. If the Blazers want to win, they shouldn't give up Dame. Yeah, but they should give it to someone, which they don't plan on doing, I don't think. I, don't think they I would trade. Yusuf Nurkic, I would trade. Zach Collins, you could trade. Okay, first off, Zach Collins rebroke his foot today. Well, he should. I don't know how, but he did again. Just leave then. <laughs> I, I don't think the Knicks would. I, I don't think that's a good trade because Dame wants to win. He's not going to win in the Knicks because if the Knicks trade that package, the roster that he's going to in at, in New York, I think, would be worse than what he's currently has in Portland. Well, also too, if the Knicks were to give that do that trade, they're gutting their entire future. Right. Like you're really going to give up RJ. Quickly and Toppin, and all of your first round picks for the next four years for Damian Lillard. You know, people try to equate that to the Carmelo Anthony trade, which I don't think is is fair because the only re- we still had Amari Stoudemire, and we got Tyson Chandler the next offseason. It was just the coaching and injuries that killed that roster. But you don't. This is our future. RJ Barrett's going to be a star. Obi Toppin looks like a budding, a budding good player. And quickly is going to be a star for sure. We could get a Dame type player and quickly like I don't need, I really don't need Damian Lillard. I would love to have him, but that would be too much. And I, I honestly don't think that management would give up that much for Damian Lillard. But we'll talk about Damian Lillard more later. Logan, let's. We kind of got off topic off of the um, conference finals real quick. But can you give your prediction? Do you still believe in the Hawks or the Bucks in terms of the Eastern Conference Finals? I stick with what I said. Suns Bucks. Suns Bucks. All right. That one, the Hawks game one win doesn't at all make you nervous at all. I think, I think they'll beat this the Hawks tonight without Trey Young, and then taking it back to Milwaukee for game. I five. think that was just momentum from the Sixers series that the Hawks were carrying through. Don't let Theo Ash hear you say momentum. You know he doesn't believe in it. Neither do I. Just kidding. It's it's apparently a thing. It is a thing, Logan. Anyway, continue. Um. Yeah, I think that Milwaukee will win this series, and then I think Phoenix will hopefully get the job done. All right. Um, I think Phoenix wins it in. Seven. I think the Clippers force game seven. I would not be surprised if the Clippers win, though, but the Clippers in seven. Um, let's talk about the NFL, your favorite thing in the world, shall we? I didn't do any prep for this topic, but I feel like it would be a good topic to just just th- to throw out there, Logan. A little quick thing. Logan, give me one must-start player 
that you think everybody should have on their fantasy team next year? I'm just going to take this advice with a grain of salt because usually any fantasy advice goes I give goes horribly wrong. Yes. Uh, this person is probably going to get injured. Most likely. And or have a terrible, terrible year. Hmm, this is tricky. Must start. My guy. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is your must start. You think Dalvin Cook's going to have a great year next year? I think he is. I think he'll be the number one fantasy running back. That is really... I really think you're underestimating certain certain running backs, but yeah, I'll see. Okay, I'll go with that. Don's listen to me. Pick, pick whoever you want. Okay, who's sleeper? The sleeper? Um, <clears throat> I don't know if this week is this is like a, an actual sleeper, but any of the Bengals receivers, whether it be I've... Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, or T. Higgins, I think that even though Joe Burrow will be sacked. 50%, 70% of the time. I think that the Bengals have good young receivers, and I think Joe Burrow will get them the ball. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd had over 800 yards receiving last year each. So um, you got Jamar Chase, that deep ball threat now. T. Higgins, I think, will still be good on the outside. Tyler Boyd, incredibly underrated in the slot maybe. I think any of those two receivers could be good good pickups. I don't think I like people that. target them. Early on, because it's the Bengals. So any of the Bengals receivers. I like that. I like that. Maybe, um, maybe. T.J. Hawkinson. I was gonna say T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, that was gonna be my sleeper. All right, sorry. Uh, he was my. It's okay. He was my sleeper this year, and I was right. Was that lightning? Whoa. Hey. Anyway. Wow. I didn't realize that you know. Oklahoma City Thunder were here, but uh, I don't know. That was a bad joke. Don't 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 even worry about it. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning are here. Fuck the Tampa Bay Lightning. Anyway, they might they might win another Stanley Cup, but whatever. Um, I'm a I'm gonna go with a starter. I feel like no one's gonna look at at all, but I feel like we'll have a great, especially considering he's a rookie. So not a lot of people are gonna look at him. But I'm going to go with Mr. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman's having an amazing mini camp right now. And knowing how many targets Marquise Brown had in his rookie year when he was thought of as the best receiver. But I think the Ravens have a wide receiver one this time. And we're going to get into the Ravens later in the pod. But I think Rashad Bateman, I mean, more of a sleeper than a must start. Um, but Rashad Bateman should be somebody, a rookie receiver that people should be targeting. I mean, it's not going to be anything like, you know, Justin Jefferson, but hey, I think people should look at him. Anyway, my starter, though, my must start people should look at is Matthew Stafford. I feel like when you're looking at the um, QBs, and we're going to look at the QBs next, um, people are always going to overlook certain quarterbacks, especially good quarterbacks, whether it be Kirk Cousins, whether it be Matt Ryan, who's always a fantasy stat pattern, but I think huh? – I mean, No, Matt Ryan sucks. He let me down. It's okay. I'm sorry. I think I gave you advice to start him. You did. Oh, 
Anyway, I think so. Um, so, so mad about it. Matthew Stafford is this is his first time playing with a decent roster, like ever in his career. I think he's going to have a lot of fun. It would not surprise me if Matthew Stafford threw north of 40 touchdowns this year. Especially with that top five Rams receiving core. Yes, Logan. Anyway, it would not surprise me. I'm putting that in right now. If Matthew Stafford will throw for more than 40 touchdowns this year, he's going to have an MVP caliber season. And, yeah, so I feel like we really shouldn't be overlooking him, and he might be a fantasy I don't. Th- I think he's gonna drop in certain leagues, you know. Um, but yeah, those are my two, and I, I agree with T.J. Hawkins. T.J. Hawkinson is slowly turning into the best tight end in the league, and it's only his third year, you know. I mean, I we've been waiting for him to kind of like you know break out a little bit. Have we been waiting though? Like this is last like- year, we kind of expected something, but I think this year with with Marvin Jones and uh, Kenny Galladay leaving. Um, I think that Jared Goff will utilize TJ Hawkinson a lot as that safety. I think he would have to, yeah. Um, so I hopefully he'll get more targets. But you know, never tight end is always a fun position, hard position to nail down in fantasy. If you don't get Travis Kelsey, you're basically I I do pretty good with my tight end, so low key. I'm not, I've, I don't really say have bad picks. I had Eric Ebron the year that he was with the Colts. That was probably my best tight end. <laughs> um, John o. Smith fantasy owners last year. Mm. Anyway, uh, can we go into Pro Football Focus? Oh man, our favorite. Yes, pro Football Focus, Eric. Uh, I have to find obviously the um. I took a screenshot of it because I couldn't find the tweet, but they came out with their uh, top ten QBs. Is this one where they have Russell Wilson at ten? I don't think Russell Wilson was at 10. I feel like I would have. That's another list that I saw then. Um, I have to find this real quick. But. Bucks are losing. Maybe they're going to lose. Why would you say something like that? They're not going to lose. They're losing by 13 points. Okay. 13 points is not a lot. At all. How's Batman doing? Why don't you tell, why don't you tell me? Oh, three of ten. Eight points. Okay, so I'm looking for it right now. I'm trying to find it. Don't, don't, uh. I mean, take a pause, take a break. We'll come back to the. To come we'll back. come back. We'll come back when I find it. Why don't you just type in. Oh, shit. And we're back. Logan, thank you for that, your suggestion. Um, I couldn't find the one I was looking for, but you just sent me one that was just posted. 55 minutes ago from NFL polls now. That that was not 55 minutes ago. That was on Thursday when I took that picture. A while ago. Um, and oh my goodness. This list is probably one of the most atrocious lists I've ever seen in my life. Courtesy of, um, I don't think NFL polls now. It's I don't think it's their list. I think they're just... Maybe it is their list. Maybe it is their list. Maybe it's a... This is one of the worst lists I've ever seen in my life. They they have to be kidding, right? Like, okay, let's uh, let's let's look. Let's go just in the top 10. Yeah, it's their list. Okay. All right, let's go just in the top 10. 
Patrick Mahomes, number one. Josh Allen, number two. Aaron Rodgers, number three. Number four, Kyler Murray. Number five, Lamar Jackson. Number six, Tom Brady. Number seven, Dak Prescott. Number eight, Justin Herbert. Number nine, Deshaun Watson. And number 10, Russell Wilson. Just there, Justin Herbert, as great as he is, should not be in the top 10 of this list. Mm. What would you like to say, Logan? Talk to me. What would you like to what is gonna come out of your mouth that's gonna be better? Maybe he could be top ten. No. Well, for stars, let's just Okay, first off, I found the list. I found the top okay. ten. Well, do you wanna keep talking about this one? Uh real quick, let's attack it real quick because you just that's not the list, but you just saying that Justin Herbert is a top ten QB. No, I'm just gonna say that Russell Wilson is incredibly low. Um, Kyler Murray is, is incredibly too- high. I feel like wh- wh- was anybody really impressed by Kyler Murray's season last year? No, Kyler Murray is, be- is higher than Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson is a better version of Kyler Murray. Don't let the don't let the NFL Twitter people hear you. Dak is a little high for me. I feel like you hate on Dak a little too much. I'm sorry that I like uh, wins. Production. Wins aren't a QB stat. I'm sorry that I, I like that my QB doesn't have to have, have the perfect scenario in order to be successful. How about that? Okay, Logan. Continue, though. Um. Yeah, Kyler Murray's too high. Uh, Dak is a little high for me. Herbert can go down a couple spawns. Wilson, incredibly low. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a little low. I take Matt Ryan, put him a little higher too. Maybe above Kirk Cousins. I think Joe Burrow should not be. Jalen Hurts is way too high. Joe Burrow should not be fourteen. That's not too bad. Jalen Hurts. Wait, wait, wait! No, rewind, rewind. You would take ten games of Joe Burrow over Kirk Cousins. Logan, Logan, now this it has, to, it has to stop. It has to stop. It has, no to, stop. It has to stop. Logan, ten games and Kirk Cousins. You are wrong. Okay, fine. Whatever. Jalen Hurts is too high. Uh, James Winston is not better than Derek Carr. Daniel Jones is not better than Ben Roethlisberger. Oh my gosh, Ben Roethlisberger is crazy low. Why is Zach Wilson so low, and why is Trevor Lawrence so high? They can't. They can't. Pers- they can't think that Drew Locke is a better QB than Andy Dalton, do they? They can't. I don't understand how that's possible. Um. Yeah, I don't like this list at all. Let's what's pro, pro football focus count for us? So let's talk about it. Top ten quarterbacks according to Eric Eager via the P- via the PFF forecast says these are the top ten QBs in the NFL. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. Is there like any like, hey? This is who I would choose for the next 10 years. No, he just says 10 in the top 10. Right now, currently in the NFL, these are the top 10. Yes. Okay. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Number two is Tom Brady. Number three is Aaron Rodgers. Number four is Russell Wilson. Number five is Josh Allen. Okay. Number six is Dak Prescott. No. Number seven is Matt Ryan. No. Number eight is Kirk Cousins. No. Number nine is Baker Mayfield. Stop. Number 10 is Lamar Jackson. 
how profitable Vogue is. No. No. I know we don't know what Deshaun Watson's status is. Okay. Let's be objective here and pretend that we're talking about purely football player. Yes. Deshaun Watson should be in the top 10. Yes. I'm not saying let's I'm not saying to like, you know, disregard what's happening off the field, but if we're making this list purely on being a football a quarterback in the NFL, Deshaun Watson should be what was Josh Allen? Josh Allen was 5. Who's under him? Deshaun yeah. Watson would be 6, I would say. Lamar Jackson should be seven. There's no way Baker Mayfield should be higher than Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson in his three years in the NFL has been in the playoffs every single time with, a, I would say, maybe a weaker roster than the Browns some of those years. I think Matt Ryan, no. Baker should not be close to the top ten. Deshaun Watson has done more this year. What Deshaun Watson did this year. Throwing for 40, passing yards. 4,800 yards, 33 touchdowns with only seven interceptions. With his roster, what he had this year is crazy. Um, okay, let's who? Where's uh, Kirk Cousins is not a top 10 quarterback either. Where's Matthew Stafford? Matthew Stafford's not here. Oh, is it just a top 10? If you're going to put Ryan Tan, if you're going to put Baker Mayfield, you got to look at Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, uh, Matthew Stafford. Um, yeah, I feel like those two should be on there. I'm, I'm looking not mad at, about the top five. I'm not bad. I'm not mad about the top but, five either. Because you can argue that Tom Brady could be number two because he did statistically have one of his best seasons last year. And he yes, he had his second best so, season of his career. I'm not like angry at that. Aaron Rodgers MVP should be. <laughs> There, Russell Wilson was playing like an MVP until he fell off a cliff. But I can argue that the top five is I, I'm not upset about that. But Dak is not six. Over he should not be over Lamar or Deshaun. I feel like the trend unlike, is- unlike Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson can succeed with literally nothing. You I put, put Dak on the Watson Texans on any of these rosters, it's a Super Bowl roster. If you put Dak on the Texans, he is. Gonna be awful. I'm looking at the comments of this tweet, and it's literally one of the craziest comment sections I've ever seen in my life. Uh, let's look at. I think this is a great segue to go into hot takes, shall we? I mean, maybe this will get me uh, a bit lively. I feel like I'm just dead right now. I know. If, if I can tell. Uh, let's talk about this guy, Paul Suggs at Fan of Ski, that replied to this with his top ten. Oh, let's hear this top ten. Paul. I don't think you do. Um, Paul. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Good start, number, Paul. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Doing great, Paul. Number three, Baker Mayfield. Paul. No. What's it? What's his favorite team? Check the avatar. Check the profile page. It's LeBron holding a Trophy. Okay. Uh, I think that that's it. This is LeBron. Okay, okay. Paul. No. <laughs> no. Just stop. 
I don't think. Yeah, that's Baker Mayfield has done nothing compared to Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, any of the other guys I mentioned previously. He and I think his a lot of I'm looking at the comments of that tweet itself, and a lot of them are justifying it by saying people forget how just how good Baker Mayfield's rookie season was. Yeah, how. Okay, sorry. 27 touchdowns at 14 interceptions is a pretty okay rookie season. But not like it's not like like ju- compare that rookie season to what Justin Herbert did this year. And you get it's a, it's two different players, two different things, you know? Are they for, also forgetting how terrible his sophomore season was? Yeah, his sophomore season was really bad. 22 and 21, I think his splits were. Um, let's continue down the list. Allen, number four. Um, number five is Wilson. You can't think that fuck that Baker Mayfield's a better QB than Russell Wilson. That can't be like I don't know how you justify Baker Mayfield being <laughs> Anywhere close to the top of this list. I would love to see how he justifies this because it's actually, it's actually quite interesting. It's quite disturbing. Like you know me, I'm a Baker Mayfield supporter every day of the week. You hate Baker Mayfield. No, no, I have his. (laughs) I'm a supporter. But, but no, you can't. I don't know how you justify that. Um, what has Baker done? To even it gets worse. Holy cannoli. It gets um, worse. Six is Dak. Seven is Kyler Murray. Okay. Kyler Murray has burnt me already, so I don't I don't wanna no. It is Brady. Okay. <laughs> Nine is Ryan. Matt Ryan. And ten is Ryan Tannehill. The Super Bowl winner, Tom Brady, 48, what what was it, five touchdowns in the last year? He had like 46 touchdowns. 46 touchdowns at 43? 43 touchdowns? 40 touchdown, almost 4,700 passing yards. 43-year-old Tom Brady is under... No playoff appearance. Kyler Murray can't win Big without a perfect team. Dak Prescott and uh, I don't even know if I'm gonna get a second contract. Baker Mayfield. That's that's your list. I'm sorry. There is no way, no way on this in this world that Baker Mayfield. Deserves to be number three over Tom Brady, over Russell Wilson, over Josh Allen, over Lamar Jackson. Was Lamar Jackson even on that list? Lamar Jackson was not on that list, Logan. As much as I love to hate Lamar Jackson, I can have, I know that that's stupid. Because Kyler Murray, first of all, if you want to look at it, Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson are basically the same type of player. And Lamar Jackson is the better significantly player. better. At yeah. being that type of player than Kyler Murray is. So that's 
dumb in itself. Uh, the end of the list is fine. I mean, you can make an argument for who deserves at the end of the list, but no, Baker, I, I, no, Baker Mayfield is not number three. That's stupid, Paul. Yeah, I'm sorry. that's just stupid. So, and then um, if he's pers- a Browns fan. This whole thing makes sense because he has Baker Mayfield three and he has Lamar Jackson off the list. So, boom, that's your explanation. <laughs> um, let me talk about this. So, we have like a lot of we're gonna be talking about them a lot this because of the hot takes. Um, so someone saying you thinking J- at J- Jared Smith at JL underscore Smith ninety one says you thinking Jackson is more valuable than Josh Allen shows how casual you are. Who is who's he talking to us? Uh, no, not us. <laughs> somebody, somebody replied to him. What has Allen does done that Lamar hasn't? Stop it. And Jared Smith said, Allen looks like he's progressing and Jackson seems to have plateaued and maybe regressing. He's not a great passer and teams are starting to figure out him out, which is why he struggles so much playing from behind. Okay. okay. We had this. We, we already had this discussion. Yes. Let's refresh these guys' memory. Real quick. Let's refresh the memories. Allen progressed. You're correct. Josh Allen has progressed significantly, but he also has uh, Stephon Diggs, who is a top five receiver receiver in the NFL. How many do you think Baltimore's like? Let's really, let's actually really talk. Marquise Brown would be the the third or fourth option in Buffalo. He would be. He wouldn't even be the first option on the Jets. That's stop. Uh, oh, you're right, Jameson. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Marquise Brown would be like, yeah, I would say he'd be like the fourth option. We don't like. In all honesty, we don't even know if Marquise Brown is really good because like, yeah, we only know that he's the only receiver in that system. Put Allen Robinson in that system. Let. Put Allen Robinson to that system. Let's see what happens, you know? Because look at – and I understand the um, it's tailored for – that offense is tailored for um, Lamar, but still. I don't think – first off, we say – you're saying he plateaued. I don't even think he's – he's not a bad QB. He's not playing terribly. What was his his um, TD interception ratio last year, 26 and 10? It wasn't bad, I don't think. I mean, he's not – it was a decline from his MVP season. Obviously, but it was his MVP season. You know, so and that's 26 yeah. and 9. A little on he hasn't hit he last have, year. He didn't have 3,000 yards though, which is like is a problem. But also, granted, this is his th- he's going into his fourth season. How many QBs okay, how many QBs right now in the NFL? can say they've been to the playoffs every single year in their first three years. No one in this draft class. No one in this draft class and only one other in this, in this, um, in the, in the NFL, right? Like how many in, in how in NFL history to have an MVP three playoff appearances in your first three seasons is pretty hard to do. He doesn't turn the ball over, which Josh Allen struggled with in the beginning of his career. He's arguably one of the best rushers in the NFL. And let me talk. There's more people that um, that commented. 
um, who said Allen has more long-term potential, um, which I don't, I guess, if you want to talk about the arm, but someone said, Tyler Fail at Tyler Fail 2 said, he is, he is more valuable. Um, he, Baltimore's offense is literally built for Lamar. Any QB can play in Buffalo's offense. Um, so, yes, Lamar is more valuable than Allen. And Matt Murr says Lamar literally wouldn't be able to play in Buffalo's offense, LMAO. Yeah, because it's not designed for him. And but how about this? Let's Can we talk about something? Why are people acting like Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are like these two on two different spectrums? Um, Josh Allen is just... He's encouraged to throw more. He I don't think Lamar is encouraged to throw just as much as Lamar. Runs just not as well as Lamar, but he can still run. Can we talk about in the first two seasons he ran just as much as Lamar? In fact, had more rushing touchdowns than Lamar Jackson did. Can He's we- just bigger and won't get hurt as easily as Lamar will. Lamar hasn't gotten hurt though yet. I know. Also, so let's just go through this again. One. Lamar Jackson has not had anyone remotely close to being Stephon Diggs. So I feel like it's very... It's or very, Cole Beasley for that even. Very, yeah, that exactly. It's very unfair to, to judge him and his development without taking into account the receivers around him. There's no such thing as nuance in... Um... Two, David Culley was his wide receivers coach last year. That's all you need to be said. Yeah. Three... So let's stop having this debate. That's what I was going to say. Okay, wait. For that, look, just to end it, do you think who's a better player? Right, right now, now, I'm taking Josh Allen. You're taking like, Josh not Allen. by a lot. And that's probably just recency bias because of how well he played last year. But right now, I'm taking Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson will literally be right underneath him. But also... Josh Allen, please win an MVP first before you. Also, <laughs> Lamar Jackson next year with Rashad Bateman and uh, Sammy Watkins, Watkins. And Marquise Brown, and uh, Mark Andrews. If he see if he, I just need some improvement. I I need like more than twenty seven hundred yards and twenty six touchdowns. You can't as a as a starting QB. You need more than like yeah. thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. All right, next. But this that argument is so. You need so much context for that argument. Yeah, I feel like it's dumb to have because until Lamar gets that Stephon Diggs type receiver, this argument will never be able to like really be finished. But also, there's no such thing as nuance in context when it comes to these hot, t- hot takes, though. Yeah. Um, let's talk about um this next this next hot take comes from the CBS Sports coaching hierarchy. The oh, top 10 head coaches, which was Andy Reid, number one, Bill Belichick, number two, John Harbaugh, number three, um, Sean Payton, number four, Sean McDermott, number five, Sean McVay, number six. Uh, Sean's. Number seven, Pete Carroll. Okay. Number eight, Bruce Arians. Number nine, Matt LaFleur. And number 10, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Got some problems with that one. But big we're, we're not here. We're not here to debate CBS Sports. We're here to debate this tweet by Jeff Barnaby at Trip Gore says, um, the way Brady picked a team that's to take to the Super Bowl last year cast Belichick's legacy in a vastly different light. No. No. I think when I, when they, 
Tom Brady first won the Super Bowl. I was like, wow, I guess it was Brady and not Belichick. And then I low key, and then I sat back and I thought, hey, no, how about you add some nuance and some look at the bigger picture? And that's what Aaron Jager at Aaron J65038694. I hope that's not an important number because it seems to be pretty long. He said, this is a dumb tape. Brady picked a stack team that only needed a QB that wouldn't turn the ball over 35 times. LOL. And I agree. Um, but the fact that Belichick with the roster he had last year was in playoff contention for most of the year says a lot. And a lot of his – and it shows what type of coach he is. He is a defensive, um, a defensive coach. And how about – how, how am going to say this about Tom Brady? Tom Brady is a good QB, but he is at the same time a system QB. In all honesty, Tom Brady in Tampa played with arguably one of the best, and that's even with his Patriots defenses, played with one of the best defenses he's ever played with. One of the best O-lines he's ever played with. And by far the best receiving core he's ever played with. Um, I don't want to say that Tom, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from Tom Brady, but what it, that Super Bowl does not say that Bill Belichick has his legacy is at all tampered. I don't think it tampers his legacy at all. In fact, I think the Tampa Super Bowl hurts Tom Brady more than it helps his legacy. Um, I'm looking at it as if you take Bill Belichick as a coach, I agree with where he is on the list. If you look at him as general manager, I think. Well, he, we're not looking at him. I know, as a general I know, but manager, I feel like maybe, I feel like maybe this person who is angry at this list is looking at Bill Belichick as a whole, and not just as a coach. Because as a coach, I think he does incredibly well. He's incredibly good job of what he does but he also puts himself in this situation that he was in last year because the roster was absolutely terrible yes and i agree with that i also i agree with that logan but he coached that team that he created to an eight eight record and almost to the playoffs so without stefan gilmore without you look at it he created the team and it was bad bad and he sleeps on it but at the same time that's a king-sized bet i'll tell you that yeah. Uh, P. Carroll should not be on the list. <laughs> now you're really looking at Mike, that? Mike Tomlin is not 10. I was look. Bruce Arians' recency bias is a hell of a drug. Bruce Arians. I like Bruce Arians. I like Bruce Arians a lot. I would say he's 10. Um, I do like my, Matt LaFleur is pretty good. Sean McVay, McDermott, Payton. I'd flip that. I'd flip the way it's Sean Payton, Sean McDermott, Sean McVay. I'd flip that. I would put McVay, McDermott, then Payton. Put McVay first? Yeah. Put McDermott first. Of those, what? Why would you put McDermott first? Buffalo? I I understand, but McVay, what? Logan. What are you? Oh, my God. McVay has done more than McDermott has in the last three seasons. Okay. We're not going to look at one AFC championship. You, bro, 
McVay let Jared Goff take him to a Super Bowl. I don't. I I, I don't want to. McVay is a good, a better coach. Curb stomped. What, did they get curb stomped though? Three points. Did they have three points? Yes, and the Patriots only had thirteen. Curb stomped. That was not curb stomped. Curb stomped. That was not curb stomped. Um, but yeah, the Rams, no. did the Rams even deserve to be in the Super Bowl? I forget. No, they didn't. Exactly. So anyway, um. Also, but to, to Jeff Barnaby's point, no, Brady, you're right. Brady picked a team. He picked he a did. team that would. Uh, there's very few QBs in the NFL that would not succeed where um, Jameis Winston, Winston couldn't. First off, give Jameis, if Jameis Winston was allowed a season with LASIK eye surgery. Enough with the LASIK eye surgery. Now. Hey, I think it's, I think. Well, he should have gotten it earlier. He really should have, like, you know, smarter and done it immediately. Um, next out of next out of the top takes, some guy. Let's Derek at not for do, and we're not gonna, um, we're not going to go into this take too much. He said it was a joke, but at the same time, don't tweet jokes like this about Aaron Donald. He said, and that's why he's the sixth best defensive tackle in football. Much respect, Aaron. And the mentions, <laughs> and the mentions were just filled. As to why, how he said that Donald is nowhere near the best defensive player in NFL history or won't be anywhere near it. And I was like, just you know how hard it is to get the numbers that he does as an I think he, uh, he brought up a point where some team rushed for over 300 rushing yards against him when Matt Scarrow was blocking him or something like that. And I'm like, I don't, you're looking at one game. But okay, whatever. You know that if that was a joke, fine. But also, this guy just wants to create problems. You know that that quote in like The Dark Knight where the Joker's like, or Alfred's like, the Joker just lives for chaos. Yes, watch the world burn. That man right there, (laughs) that is him. Uh, let's uh let's look at let's look at Keith James high on sports twenty eight. Love it when they're high on sports, don't you, Logan? Aren't you always high on sports? Super high on sports. Anyway, I'll tell you this for a hot take. I say Devontae finishes ahead of Chase this year. No. I'm sorry, I'm going to need more. Uh, I'm going to need a last name. Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase. Okay, I was like, Devontae Adams? <laughs> no. Devontae Devonta Smith finishes above Jamar Chase. Because I think this was a um, this was a response to Justin Jefferson's. There were a tweet about Justin Jefferson's rookie year, which is an anomaly. Remember that Justin Jefferson is not is not normal. That was not supposed to happen. He's which a great QB, receiver. Which QB will be able to throw the ball more times this season? Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts? Joe Burrow knows what to expect. Jalen Hurts is. Uh, I'll go with Jamar. Oh, actually, no, I don't trust anything the Eagles do. I will go with Jamar Chase. I really don't trust the Eagles either. I think I Jamar Smith will be good, but he's the only receiver they have. Yeah. Like, in all honesty, they're covering Devontae Smith, and he already has all the. The thing is, he already has all the doubts about his size and whatnot, you know. And I get that. Jamar Chase is built like a Jam- Jamar Chase is a built receiver. 
And this is a guy who was just shat. Devontae Smith can even shatter that those SEC records that Jamar Chase put up with Justin Jefferson on his team, you know. And I, I don't know. I don't know how to. I, I'm just picking Jamar Chase purely because I think Loki Jamar Chase is a more complete receiver. But that's just my opinion. That's how, that's how you felt before the draft, no? Logan, Devontae Smith, I love Devontae Smith. But in terms of where they're going to get drafted and the situations that they're in, you're going to tell me that Jamar Chase is not in a better situation than... Um, wait, Jamar Chase is not in a better situation than Devontae Smith? He is. Yes, that's, and that's why I think he's going to finish ahead. It's not going to be anywhere near. If I'm predicting Jamar Chase's stat line, it's probably going to be eight touchdowns on 900 receiving yards, but Devontae Smith is not going to be some sort of, he's not going to put up what Justin Jefferson put up this year, you know? No. no. Um, and then fin- next, last in the hot takes for the NFL, on sports, on point sports cards, on point, on, on point cards says, Dak is out of my top 15. I think Nathan Peterman could throw the ball to his receiving core and then dump it off to Zeke and Pollard. Also a top five offensive line on top of that should be doing more Gallup or lamb as a wide receiver three is asinine. Okay. Okay. Let's break this down. Start from the beginning. Go slowly. Dak is out of my top 15. Okay. I need to, I need you. I need your analyst. I need your analyst to come out Logan and not your hate. Okay. I'd like to see your top 15. I don't know his top 15 Logan. Because, no, false. He should be top 15. Okay, so you actually think Dak Prescott is a top 15 QB? Yes. Okay. Not top 10, though. Okay, okay. Okay, next part of the, next part of the, the, the tweet. I think Nathan Peterman could throw no. the ball to his receivers. Stop. Nathan Peterman does not throw the ball to his receivers. He throws he it to the other it. team. Yeah, exactly. And then dump it off to Zeke and Pollard. Also, false. he does not dump it off to Zeke because Zeke can't catch the ball. Also, it's, uh, also a top five offensive line on top of that should be not not currently. No. Okay, he says should be doing more. I would argue that he does problem. a lot. He last year he did all he could. Like, I, oh, he could. In all honesty, we can't even lie. Dak Prescott was was on pace to be very good statistically. Wasn't he on pace? He was on pace for six thousand yards at one yeah. point, and Last that is crazy. Dak Prescott statistically was having a very good start to the season. Yes, and they lost all four games or one or three games and beat the Falcons, which again I don't really count because the Falcons beat themselves. But they played bad in all four of those games, not because of Dak, but because the defense was really, really bad. Did I just find out? What? That, um, you know the pick that, um, Lamar Jackson was picked at? 31. 32. 32. Do you know who owned that pick originally? Patriots? No, No, the Eagles. The Eagles. Eagles. Yes. They didn't need him. And I'm looking at, what they got Didn't they get out of that, movies? they got De- Avante Maddox, Miles Sanders. That's it. Yeah, well, no one thought Lamar Jackson was going to be good. He was a flyer. They took a flyer on him. 
Anyway, just continue what you were what you were saying about Dak Prescott. Well, I agree. He needs a very very good team around him to succeed. I thought still think he's a solid starting QB in this league. Like he, I feel like you. It's he's, crazy to tell say he's not a top fifteen QB. Like I can't even. I can't think of fifteen quarterbacks that are better than him. Yeah, I. I can think of ten. Logan, I know you can oh, think of ten. Rogers, Brady. Shut up, Wilson. Shut up. Fifteen though. Come on, come on, man. Nathan Peterman, sir, please. He's a good quarterback. He needs a lot, lot to be working. In his favor to succeed, yeah, it's not all his fault. It's not all his fault. Mike McCarthy's not a very good head coach. The defense is was atrocious last year. Um, his receivers kind offensive, of offensive line has gotten worse every single year since he's been there. Zeke was really bad last year. Um, receivers tend to disappear sometimes. Receivers are honestly receivers, yeah, occasionally. Mark Cooper. Tends to disappear sometimes. And Mario Cooper had a T.Y. Hilton type season last year. But this isn't all Dak's fault. Um, but I agree that he um does need a lot to happen for him to be good. But he's top fifteen, please. Stop. And also don't don't make don't say Nathan Peterman like don't bring up Nathan Peterman in that's, the same sentence. That's as so bad. Don't say that. Don't even bring Nathan Peterman up in the same sentence as like Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco or. Jameis Winston. Thank That's you. right. I said it. At least Jameis Winston could throw touchdowns. I've never seen At least he, yeah. At least he can <laughs> sometimes throw to his team. Find his receivers, at least. Occasionally. Anyway, let's move on to some NBA hot takes, which I think are going to be a little better, but not. Um, so, Lucas Johnson, at Lucas Johnson NBA. Also, please, stop putting – we need to stop putting NBA, NFL things into in your uh, – in your bio, unless or in your username, unless you work for an accredited source. I'm sorry. Dang. Anyway, Lucas, hot take: Sixers can offer one of the best trade packages for Damian Lillard. Hashtag carry the hell. Go Ben Simmons, right? So Logan, I haven't done the research, but you know what I'm about to pull up, Logan. Do you know what I'm gonna pull up? What trade? Simulator. It's called the trade machine. Oh, uh, just an update. The Hawks are currently beating the Bucks by twenty points. Without Trey. Without Trey. How's who's, um? Who's who's how's, leading this team? Dang, Lou Williams really just said, "Don't worry, guys, I got you." As he is perfect from the field. Really. Nineteen points, six to six. Jeez. He's missed one free throw. That's it. Anyway, so Logan. Oh, uh, Batman, by the way, is 3 of 13 for 8 points. How's Giannis doing? He's 7 of 10, 14. Ah, uh, Robin. Look at Robin. Anyway, so let's look at, let's look at, why can't the Bucks win the games that they're supposed to? Anyway. Yeah, like the Nets game without <laughs> Harden, they couldn't freaking win. Without Harden or Kyrie. All right, like what the hell are they doing? <clears throat> All right. Uh, the Sixers, what would you offer... It, like if we're talking about straight salary, the the Damian Lillard Ben Simmons, you could just swap it. Yeah, Ben Simmons. That would be that, that would the be dumbest swap ever in the history of swap moves. So they would have to add more. Which who would you sense. add? Would you add Seth Curry, <laughs> Ben Simmons, and Tyrese Maxey for Damian Lillard? No. 
Well, first off, does that like you can't even any even... package involving Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard is not is not good. Okay. Ben Simmons' trade value is through the floor. All right. This is the trade I came up with. Okay, you ready for this? Matisse Thibel involved in this trade? Uh, Matisse Thibel is not involved. Should we involve Matisse Thibel? Because I think you're getting enough defensive pressure with... Um, yeah, well, again, any trade involving Ben Simmons would be dumb for the Blazers to do. Here's, here's, the, here's the trade. Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Tyrese Maxey for Damian Lillard, Robert Covington, and you could add whatever picks. You're, they're giving up picks. The Blazers are giving up picks. I think the Blazers would have to give up a pick. Why? Because Ben Simmons is 25 years old, Logan. And he sucks. What? Where's the offense coming from? The offense is coming from Seth Curry and Tyrese Maxey. You cannot actually, rely on Seth Curry. Actually, no, let's get rid of... I think you have to get rid of Tyrese Maxey. You, you, you have to... You can't give up Tyrese Maxey. Who's their starting point guard? Ben Simmons? No. You obviously would have to keep... Okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? Because you would have to add some youth. I would say Damian Lillard and Robert Covington, a couple firsts, a first and a second for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and George Hill. That's not, no, that trade shit. That is not a shit trade. Me Kemba Walker. No. Yeah. What? Kemba Walker. Gets a first round pick. How many? Yeah. And Dame doesn't. Dame. Okay, you would add. Okay, add some Dame. Add some first round picks then. Add some first. Yeah, where's the offense coming from? Huh? Where's the offense coming from in Portland? In Portland, Seth Curry, George Hill, and CJ McCollum. You cannot rely on Seth Curry and George Hill to get uh, you twenty two points a night. Well, you're not making this trade for the offense. The Blazers are good on the offense. They need defensive help. This is a top 10 offense this year, Logan. Yeah, and most of that's because of Dame. Logan, CJ McCollum can be... You're taking Dame out of the equation, their offensive top 10 offense goes to, is gone. Okay, Logan. We would not do Ben Simmons, George Hill, Seth Curry, a couple firsts for Damian Lillard and Robert Covington? No. Any trade involving Ben Simmons and Damian Lillard is stupid. Okay. Ben Simmons is nowhere near... The trade value that Damian Lillard is. If anything, the Sixers should be giving up way more. What should be? Why would they give up way more? The Blazers would not give up their franchise, the 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 face of their franchise for a point guard who can't shoot. That's why you get Seth Curry in there. He can shoot. Seth Curry is not that guy. (laughs) I'm sorry, I love Seth Curry, but he is not the guy to come in and be your second leading scorer consistently every night. I think the he's okay. Well, first off, he's first a, off, all right. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Look, CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons and that package. Means- well, no. Well, here's this is the thing. This the Blazers need da- where this the the take was the Sixers can offer one of the best trade packages for Damian Lillard. They are not getting Damian Lillard if they are offering Ben Simmons. That's dumb. But they actually can, though. I think you can get either Dame or CJ. You would have to include Ben Simmons. They can get CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons and Matisse Steibel and a pick. And then they can get CJ McCollum and maybe Robert Covington or 
Okay. Someone. How about this? And How about this? Pick, if you're really, they're not getting Dame for Ben. If you're really worried about the offense, right? And of course, I'm worried about the offense. Dame, who is what a thirty-plus point scorer. This I year. think CJ McCollum can't get any offense going. He can't. Okay. Would you do Ben Simmons? How about this? Would you do Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, a couple firsts for Damian Lillard and Robert Covington? No. Who is the. You want to replace Damian Lillard with Tyrese Maxey? Okay, then. Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Tyrese Maxey for Damon Lillard and Robert. Stop adding players. It doesn't make it any better. Okay, you know what? Do they have? Do the Sixers have a good, good trade package for Damian Lillard? Yes. No. Logan, what team does then? Not the Sixers. Then what team does? Six. Have a good package. No, Logan, they don't. Yes, they do. Anyway, you don't want to. You like for you as a Knicks fan, you're like, oh, I don't want to see my their future. But for the Knicks, like asset-wise, they have. But the Knicks assets. aren't in w- that. The trade that I just told you is puts the Blazers in win now mode. You know, what? I'm gonna put this trade. I'm gonna put this trade on Twitter, and let's see what Sixers fans think. Of course, Sixers fans are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, let's do it," because they. Hey, 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 hey! Don't attack the Sixers fans yet. They're I have idiots. A lot of, I have idiots. Friends that are Sixers fans. Well, let's they're go. idiots, probably. They're, they're not idiots. idiots. They're not idiots. Hey. How do they feel about Ben Simmons? What's their opinion on him? That he's a bum. I think everyone knows that Ben Simmons is a Any bum. Any Sixers fan that thinks Ben Simmons is a bum, they're they're super smart. But anyone that thinks Ben Simmons isn't a bum is an idiot. Okay. Anyway, I agree with you, Lucas Johnson, that the Sixers do have a good trade package. I don't. No, think Lucas we'll- Johnson. I'm sorry. Any trade involving Dame and Ben Simmons is not gonna happen. All right. Like next up, please. Zeke, has, at, it's trade Zeke value. Under- okay, Logan, shut up. All right. Oh, you're making me angry. I'm not making you angry. You're you're making yourself angry because you just think that you forget about the value that Ben Simmons can bring to a team. What value? Defense and he's a playmaker. He's six ten, Logan. He's a twenty five year old guy who says he's gonna work on his jump shot. That's Logan. bullshit. He said that he's he had had four years working on his jump shot. If okay. He now, he's never gonna be able to shoot. And who cares right. about defense if you can't score points? Okay, the Blazers need defense, Logan. They also need to score points, and when you get okay, CJ McCall can get you twenty five a night. Yeah, Dame can get you thirty plus a night. Logan, shut up. You're acting. You you are. Letting your love for Dame. I'm not letting my love. This is purely. This is purely just at a basketball step a level. Like I'm not. Anyway, emotion. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. You're just mad. I know my trade was good. You just don't want to believe it. Shit. Any trade that you gave me was shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Next take. God, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. (laughs) Anyway. Hot take. Giannis is the most overrated player in the NBA. We had this last week, bro. <laughs> At Zeke underscore one, you're wrong. Sorry, moving on. We had this last week. No. Wait, he's not the most overrated player in the NBA. Wait, why is he the most overrated player in the NBA? I feel like once you win an MVP, I also saw a take that says the MVP award is the most useless award in basketball. It is. Because it's just, let's just give it to someone who hasn't gotten yet. Anyway, hot take. Should it be a hot take? Trey Young is the most likable villain in the NBA right now. 
Well, I would say Jimmy Butler was pretty likable, but now he sucked in the playoffs. So. Yeah, I think Trey Young is the most likable villain. I want to see him play all the time. I just hate watching. I want to see him. Uh, what did he do to the Knicks? No, he took a bow. That was funny. Uh-uh. So anyway, hot take though. Here's one I've been seeing all over the timeline. Hot take: Trey Young is better than Luca. Stop. What are these idiots thinking in the morning? Okay, stop. Um, this was from at it's from Vince at the real underscore twenty seven Vince. Yeah. If Luca was in the East, he would demolish. If Luca played the Knicks in round one, he would demolish them. First off, Luca is always a fringe MVP candidate every year since he's been in the NBA. Luca doesn't have the luxury of a, a solid team around him like Trey Young does. Luca's second best player is Chris Sesprisingus. If even that. Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. probably. Because Chris Hubs sucks in the playoffs. Trey Young is not playing right now. And um Lou Williams is their leading scorer. If Luca didn't play in the Maverick series, which he didn't, I don't think. He took the at Luca took the Mavericks to seven against the Didn't they Clippers. beat the didn't they win a playoff series last year? Last year, I think they no, they, it was the Clippers last year again. They played the Clippers two years in a row. Did they beat the Clippers last year? No, no the Nuggets beat the Clippers. The Nuggets beat the Clippers. Anyway, but if Luca didn't play, if Luca like without Luca, the Mavericks are trash. Without the Trey Young Hawks. I heard someone say that Trey Young is a better playmaker. And I need people to understand that assists don't just because you average a lot of assists doesn't mean you're a better playmaker. Oh. What? Russell? Logan, I never said that <laughs> Russell. Sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. That was uncalled for. I never said that. No I don't know. For, no need for slander here. The idea I'm talking of, about him. The idea of being a better playmaker is if you can create shots for your entire team. Outside of being, whether it's a made basket or whether it's a pass to an assist, you know? What the fuck is going on with Chris Middleton right now? He sucks. Yo, why is he so inconsistent? Anyway. He has 16 points now. What the hell happened? Anyway, uh, Trey Young is not better than Luca. Stop it, please. Yeah, so I think that's it for the. We're thinking. Oh, awesome. He's having a great playoffs, but Trey Young was not the best in the regular season. No, he was actually. I think we talked about this earlier this year. We were like. He was really, really bad. He was being. Like. He was extremely inefficient. Most of his points were coming from the free throw line. So and like, he wasn't getting to the line as much as he should have. Like, let's not. Yes, he's playing great in the playoffs, but he was not having the greatest regular season. Luca was like fringe MVP candidate. No such thing as nuance. In on NBA Twitter, okay. but I think I think that's enough for us. I'm done with the NBA. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you. What don't you believe, Logan? I. It's so I don't want to hear first of all, I don't want to hear you and your takes I'm about tired of your stupid Sixers trades. Oh my god. Look, I'm tired of your stupid NBA takes. My NBA takes are fantastic. Anyway, let's talk about Euro. Oh my god, I just typed in Damian Lillard trade. And you know what the first story to pop up was? What? Could the LA Lakers actually land Damian Lillard? No, they can't. They can't. Stop. <laughs> they Stop. Can't. They can't. I'm sorry. Um, it's the possible destinations. Let's see if the Sixers are up here. 
No, the Warriors. Sixers. The Golden State Warriors. Who? Who? James Who would they trade? James Wiseman, Andrew Wiggins, the seventh pick, and the 14th pick. No. No, I don't like that. I'm sorry. Andrew Wiggins is a bum. Anyway. Oh, here we go. Number two is Philadelphia 76ers. What's the trade? What's the trade, Logan? I'd like to hear it. Uh, no, talk to me. Speak out loud, Logan. If the if Portland wants Ben Simmons, it's big if. It's Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thibault, and more picks. As you see, that Portland isn't giving up any picks because Ben Simmons is worth zero picks if Damian Lillard is involved. The anyway, the New Orleans Pelicans. They would need to give up Zion. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, Zion. Or Brandon Ingram. It would have to be one I'd of them. i say Brandon Ingram and, like, <laughs> picks. All the Lakers picks? They're the Blazers. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Um, Let's talk about Euro, shall we? Let's talk about him because I did swimming. You were trash, Logan. One of eight, I'm pretty sure. I think the only game I picked correctly was Italy. Um, I said Denmark was going to win, and you were like, oh, you better watch out for Wales. I think you'd be surprised. No, I was an idiot because Wales sucks. <laughs> you, yeah. Um, Denmark kills Wales 4-0. I don't know how, but whatever. Um, Dolberg and Michele were, Mele, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm sorry. Who? Who are we talking about? Uh, that, what is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, anyway, Italy won. Good, good on them. Netherlands, my finals winner pick. Lost to the Czech Republic. Great. Belgium beat the defending champions. It is. Yeah, look at Belgium. But they're also playing without Jabouri next game. and I, Or Hazard, I don't think. so. Spain, who I think we said we're, I said was going to lose because they're young, beat Croatia in a shoot. In a great game. Alvaro Morata. Let's five. talk about France yeah. Switzerland, though. France's cheeks. Mbappe, poor guy. But they blew a 3-1 lead. First off, Switzerland, good on them. Good on them. Good job, Switzerland. France, what the heck? France. Wait, Logan, I, have your, I need to ask your opinion on something. Yes. Are you a fan of sending your best players to take PKs or your vets to take PKs? Who the hell is Marcus Durham? I don't know, but he it was only his fourth cap, and he scored on a PK. Okay, I'm not going to blame Mbappe here. I don't think it's, you should blame Mbappe, but at the same time, jeez. <laughs> they blew a 3-1 lead. Let's not forget that. France's defense is more it's more the uh the reason they lost than Mbappe is. They were up 3-1 going into the seven, uh the 81st minute and then they let two in in the last 10 minutes of the game. I didn't know Karim Benzema still had it in him like that, low key. Karim Benzema low key was good last year from Real Madrid, so France was doing him dirty. But well, there goes the reigning World Cup champions. England. World Cup champions. Not no, no. World, Cup. World Cup. Never that. Portugal is the reigning World champions. Yeah. Uh, Let's England. talk about England. England. Germany. They're bringing it home. No, they're not. No, they're not. Why is it? However, we could, well, well, we could talk about that, but let's. England. Good job, guys. This game looked like it was going to go to extra time. Germany couldn't do anything. Um, I don't know how Germany couldn't do anything. It felt like he's the worst manager ever. Do you think so? Why wasn't Jack Grealish on the field earlier? I feel like Mans was playing great. England played 
England wasted a lot of opportunities. They had nine shots, only three of them were on goal. They had more they had more possession. They played a cleaner game. Three corner I mean, yeah, Germany. They played a cleaner game. Three corner kicks. And yet nothing. Yeah, because Timo Werner screwed up his chance. And Thomas Muller screwed up too. Um, so yeah. Next Ukraine survives the extra time. Dang, I was not I said Ukraine was the worst team left. Yeah, no, you you were terrible, Logan. Well, you know what? Soccer is a brutal game, and sometimes the resu- the results that you want don't always happen because you could be the best, you could be dominating possession, total shots, and you could still lose. So, tell that to Portugal. That's just so weird about it. Yanis Atacumpo is out for the rest of the Bucks. Great. Oh, Hawks, Eastern Conference champions. All right, quarterfinals. Noah, Switzerland versus Spain. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Spain in this one in extra time. Oh. So it's a little scrappy. To score three against France is uh, it's a it's a t- it's a tough feat, but they did it. Therefore, I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say they'll take him to extra time. But Spain is looking really good. They have not lost the game in the last five matches. I think they take this one, Logan. A noon game on Friday? I can't wait for that game. Friday. Lots of stuff happening on Friday. I'm taking Switzerland. Taking Switzerland, Logan, just because... You know what? Never mind. They beat France. That's got to mean something. Logan, it, nothing means anything. Life is meaningless. Um, let's skip the best game. Let's go to Czech Republic-Denmark. This is the weirdest Euro <laughs> quarterfinals ever. Like, what I think this has been an extremely good... Why does Belgium usually have to be in the quarterfinals? Anyway, Czech Republic, Denmark. I'm going to say Denmark is doing this for their boy, Christian Eriksen. They are going to take this game surprisingly. And I am and I don't think it's at all surprising. Czech Republic has been playing really well as of late. And Denmark is coming off their first win over the last three matches. They barely made it to the quarterfinals. I think they take this one. They got They have momentum. Beating Wales like that, I think they can beat Czech Republic. I'm going with the Czech Republic. Okay, thank you, Logan. Let's look at Ukraine. He's having a great tournament. All right, Ukraine, England. Uh, Is it coming home now? It sure looks like it now. Um, The England has probably one of the best paths to the. Overestimate England's. Greatness. I, whoa, wait. Did you say I overestimate their greatness or underestimate? Overestimate. I, I'm no. I don't not, think. I don't think. I don't. I'm, I don't over. Because remember, what I told you earlier, England will beat themselves before anyone else beat them, and that's kind of the the. the that's just what they do. England is gonna take this one over Ukraine because Ukraine has been so so inconsistent. England has been getting wins, but they haven't been scoring. This two. Their two. Win over Germany was one of their best games of the tournament, and that's saying something. I think England takes this one because Ukraine is going to suffer from lack of experience more than they suffer from lack of talent. I think Gareth Southgate picks a terrible lineup, and the Ukraine upsets upsets England. 
Logan, you were terrible with your picks last. You know week. what? It's a coin flip at this point. Is it really is? But also, I was. I would not be surprised if they lose to Ukraine. But I'm picking England, England because they just have more talent on their Ukraine almost beat the Netherlands. Logan, just because they. Okay, nice story. Belgium, Italy. Who you got? Belgium, Italy. You know, Belgium is my dark horse to win. They. Mm-hmm. This is actually two of the teams in the Euros that have the best form. Italy, straight mm-hmm. wins over the last five. Belgium, straight wins over the last five. Belgium is p- going to be playing down a couple key men. De Bruyne reportedly will not be playing Dang. in this game. And I don't think Hazard will be playing in this game. However, they have De Bruyne hasn't been um their best their best player. Hazard, yes, in a sense, but I'm just saying, hey, their last head to head was in 2016. Italy came up too well. I think you flipped that. Belgium wins this one 2-0. Okay, so looking at Portugal versus Belgium. How about did Portugal lose? Because Belgium, Logan. 57% possession compared to Belgium's 42. 23 shots. shots. It was, it was, it's actually very concerning. Anyway, I think Belgium got incredibly lucky against Portugal. I, I let me say this real quick, Logan. Can I say this? missing De Bruyne? Say De Bruyne hasn't, hasn't been their best player. I know Lukaku is their best player. We get it. Can I say this though? Can I say this real quick? In their last five, look if you look at their form. Oh, I'm looking. At Italy that. has played their best opponent. They've played in their last five has been Switzerland. Yeah, well. Who cares? Belgium has had some tests. Have they, though? Yes. Russia is not a test. Denmark, at that point, was not a test. Or that, that was probably the closest game. Finland is not a test. They've had one test, Portugal. Okay, so the Croatia game before, the friendly against Croatia, is not a test? You're not taking into account friendly. Okay, in the Euros, uh, are, who, are you telling me that Italy has had a better four-game stretch in the Euros than Belgium has? No, the answer is no, Logan. I think the answer is Belgium. Belgium is bringing it home this year. Italy is winning this game, sir. Sorry to say, but Belgium got incredibly lucky against Portugal with them literally missing every single one of their shots. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, and Belgium does more with their their chances. I think that they win this game. You're underestimating Belgium, and that's one thing that. Germany did it in World War II, and you should. And wow, we, we're not no. even. Let's stop, please. Don't even. <laughs> anyway, Italy's winning this. Italy's not winning this slogan. So I got Switzerland versus Italy in the semifinals, and Czech Republic versus Ukraine. And you have what? Spain versus Belgium, and Czech Republic versus England. Yes. Okay, so we disagree on three out of our four games. So I'll either be. Wait, which one do we agree on? Czech Republic. Or did you pick they play, they, I picked Denmark to win that. Oh, shit. We agree on no picks then. <laughs> exactly. So. Right. We'll see what happens this weekend. Euro 2020, all coverage on ESPN. Do you want to go to the Copa America or do you want to just get... Copa America. I'm, I'm so confused. because it's, it's, 
quarterfinals, but they're I not. think only two teams are going to be knocked out. Yeah, it's uh, Bolivia with zero points and Venezuela. Copa America has been um. Uh, anyway, the only game that I can see being any 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 good is Brazil versus Chile. Can't wait to see Chile play Brazil. And... Do you you think this is the year that Messi wins his? I would hope so. I really want him to win something. I don't think he does. I'm tired of those Ronaldo fans being like. Well, let's 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 preview these games real Uruguay, quick. Uruguay Colombia is a good game too. That's gonna be a good game. I'm picking Colombia in that one though. Uruguay. Okay, and then Argentina Ecuador. Argentina <laughs> should win. Argentina should win. They should. So we're but Brazil Chile has to be the best game on the. I mean Chile is the, not having the greatest. Uh, time here in Copa America, but I think Brazil will win this. Who else is there? I think that's it. Oh, Peru, Paraguay. Paraguay is they're both playing. Paraguay was in the Copa America final a couple Paraguay and Peru are playing surprisingly well. So I'll go Peru. All right, I'm gonna go Peru as well. So but yeah. I don't even know if that's the quarterfinals or that's just the group stages. I don't know either. It's I think it is the quarterfinal, but We'll see. The quarterfinal is set. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is set. We're good. We're good. So Peru over Paraguay, Uruguay. I pick Colombia over Uruguay. Um, Brazil over Chile. I think Chile wins upsets Brazil. And Argentina over Ecuador. Brazil has not been playing good. The, for you to take that. Tried Ecuador. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly. And then Argentina over Ecuador. But Perfect. yeah. Well, you know. I guess we'll just see them, won't we? We will see. Logan, what are we doing in July? I mean, what are we doing now? Releasing our college rankings? Our college rankings. Um, We have a lot of NFL stuff. Dude, Logan, did you just send your fucking streaks in the middle of the fucking pod? I did, in fact, do that. Anyway, anyway Logan, no. let's college rankings. That's going to come out just first week of July. We have our, like today. Not today. No, next it's week. Like next week, bro. We have our, um, we have a lot coming. We have a rebrand coming. Oh, we have. A lot to do. Our Patreon going to get popping. Going to try and make some money off this. If you guys would so kindly just pay us, please. Dang, please don't say it like that. <laughs> For content, Logan. Donate, we, pay- we would appreciate it very much. Yes. Logan, I think it's time for you to plug us out. All right. I feel like what you heard here. We are the but students. They don't. They heard you talk. They, I don't think Okay, they. well, if you don't like what you heard and you want to tell me about it, we are the Stick to Sports Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Stick to Sports, and you can gladly leave a comment. I would love for the... You can also rate us on Apple Podcasts. Exactly. Or you can find us on Instagram at the Stick to Sports Network. Or the Stick to Sports Network on anything except... If you want to at me directly on Twitter at Logan Borky or at no underscore Deej, I will gladly get into a Twitter argument with you because... You want the smoke, Logan? I want the smoke. All of it. Got you. Send all my takes. Most of them. If you want to check out all the stuff coming to Overtime Conversations this July, 
You can find us at OvertimeConversations.com, at OvertimeConvos on Twitter. Find us on TikTok at Stick to Sports. I'm sure now we'll find a great segment from this delightful podcast episode. YouTube, YouTube, the couple hot takes are now going to be posted on oh, YouTube. YouTube, Stick to Sports Network. Yeah, that's right, the hot takes. Certain conversations are going to be posted on YouTube. I didn't really have time this week, but we got it. We got, I, I, I'm going to, we're going to get, our goal is to hit 50 subscribers on YouTube and 100 subscribers on the Instagram. So please. By what date? By July 31st. That is easy. Wow, you are you, shooting high, my friend. Logan, I can, I've gained over 1,000 followers on the YouTube channel. Again, All right. Anyway. I created when I was 13. You think I can't handle this? Okay. okay. Content, content, content. Also, we might do it. We might. <laughs> did you hear that? Um, OnlyFans is uh, reportedly they want to switch away from adult content and become a, a platform where brands and organizations can oh, great so what are you saying noah the over conversation we put our rocket league gameplay on so, <laughs> oh i can see the logo now o-c-x-o-f <laughs> i can put a rocket league gameplay on only fans yo i think people would pay uh, subscribe to the overtime conversations only fans why don't you <laughs> exactly um exactly. subscribe to our patreon we really would appreciate any amount i'm gonna ask politely unlike noah who's just demanding money over there uh overtime conversations plus and stick to sports plus overtime conversations plus six on patreon on patreon um i think that's it i think that is it Logan. is it my turn oh yeah all right so <laughs> This has been the Six Sports Podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It was Noah. It was Logan. I thank you guys for, you know, putting up up with us every week. Thank you for listening. I think I should get a thank you for putting up with you every week. Logan, it is the other way fucking around. How dare you? Thank you for listening. Six Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan.